Hi, I'm Keegan and this is a bunch of gamers. This is our 87th episode of Werewolf the Apocalypse 20th Anniversary Edition. Whispers. I'm going to go around and have my players introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Sam. I play Cora. She's an Aruna in the Geta Fenris. I'm Tyler and I play Kyle, also known as Guards the Low. He's a Philodox of the Children of Gaia. Hi, I'm Adam. I play Mark Guides the Fallen, and he's a third of the Children of Gaia. Hi, I'm George. I'm playing Roy Mindscape. He is a Ragabosh with the Stargazers. Hi, I'm Sean. I play Zeb, Speaks in Sweet Whispers. He is a Theurge of the Silent Striders. Hello, my name's Thomas. I play Dimitri Howells in Memory, Lupus Galliard of the Bone Nars. Last time... The Pax witnessed the destruction of Carson Faces the Storm after the council comprising of the Firestarters, Albrecht's Pack, and Howls of Fear. They had determined that Carson was not a Garu and thus did not deserve a Garu punishment, torn apart in front of the Karen. But the judgment also dictated that the Karen would be returned to older brother. Older brother would determine with those who had lived there before the new form of governance. And that was for them to decide in the future. Meanwhile, the whispers of a spirit began to claw into Zeb as he began to hear and grow paranoid, seeing visions of Roy turning on him, corrupting Dimitri. And so, Zeb called upon everyone to join him in his right to reach the rank of Adrian. They would ascend to the skies and follow the paths to find one Garu named Hunts from Above. The clouds hang overhead. Snow begins to slowly fall, even here in the Umbral Realm. The wings of Zeb, Dimitri, and Roy now fully visible and ready to go. The path is said to be the river among the clouds, and that will be your first test. How do you wish to proceed, Zeb? All right. So we're we're so we're heading to that location first. So clearly yeah. head there. So head to that. Head to the head to that. Head to the start. Okay. So you guys, each one of you picks. Whoever you need on the other, in uh, Fomori's Bane, pick them up and fly them up okay. before reaching the top as Helios greets you and you stand upon the stormy clouds as if it was solid land. You will now have to begin searching for this new pathway. I will allow one perception occult diff six to find the path. You pass through mists and clouds shaped like stones before you see the clouds swirling and moving like a river. As you see clouds shaped like trout jumping out and swimming every which way. You also hear other spirits. It sounds like just people laughing as spirits of humor and joy, creativity and art jump about in the river as well. Some mixed with the fish creating what can only be described as a comical scene. As you see the fish jump up, you see great portraits that appear like faces, and then you see a few dicks. 
as they speak in laughter before shifting into another funny form or look like a cartoon. Pretty great. All right. I'll kind of approach this uh, this denizen of artistry. Uh, which one? Please be um, specific. Um, we'll do st- stories, please. All right. As you approach, you see a cloud move through the water as it appears almost like a slow-moving battle of a cloud vaguely shaped like a man with a sword moving through the sky and diving back into the water before rising up and you see something look almost monstrous before dipping back down and looking like an animal as the spirit speaks slowly and wispy. Hello, Garu. What brings you so high? We seek a story of an old Garu who leapt high in the sky and came down to land. Oh, that sounds like a good story. Oh, it is tied to the river. It hides a path behind massive jaws. A gullet that reaches close to the world navel. I roll into cult for a part or, or, um, yep. yes, you may. Uh, we're going to go with diff seven. Okay. Awesome. Good roll. So you get several things. It seems that there's something, there's a spirit unseen as your guess, simply because the spirit is referring to the river and Great Uctena is, down at its core, a water and a river spirit. Likely another spirit lies within. More importantly, too, the world navel is sometimes referred or is sometimes referenced in regards to what are called den realms or dem realms. They are pockets of near-umber realms that are smaller but also contort to their own logic and rules based on the ideas that sustain them. It seems that the stories of this Garu are hidden away in an ancient Dem realm that can only be accessed through the maw of this spirit. All right, Keegan, I'm going to I'm going to take a I'm going to take a gnosis and uh, I'm going to offer it up. What I'm going to offer it up is almost like what we heard. Um, you know, hunched from above in the air, you know, diving and his wings expand. So like just a little illustration as it leaves my hands to offer to this this spirit here. As this, as you see the little story turn into droplets of dew and the dew rains down into the river before steaming back up and turning into little bits of cloud that attach to this spirit as it speaks. Learn from the lessons of older brother. Seek deep for the secrets 
so that the maw will show. Where should we start to look? As the spirit shifts slowly, as you see its hand point into the river proper. All right. Good luck, Garu. Tell me your story when you get back, perhaps? I shall. Keegan, I'm going to look down. So it, so we're standing above this, and it would just be like a plummet down into the water, right? Yeah, and it's just a rushing river of clouds more so than anything. Okay. Um, I'm going to assume, let's just say I'm probably carrying Kyle. Okay. Shall we? Let's. And uh, we'll jump into it. So you guys watch Zeb cannonball into the river with Kyle. What would the rest of you like to do? It's all right. We've jumped off a cliff into stuff before. <laughs> it's cool. All right. So you all jump in as it's a swirling vortex of water droplets. It's deep and the clouds are deep and dark as if ready to snow, as if you were in the murky depths of the ocean, as you see other spirits rushing away in lighter colors or just as dark as they bump into you and slither by. I guess just for maybe control's sake, Mark might start uh, mimicking the dance for the Rite of River's Grace. Okay. You can do an intelligence rituals, I believe. I just imagine, you know, Roy's got his arms wrapped around you and you're like doing your ritual thing as he's like flying into this strange vortex. <laughs> just go Thank with the God. flow, Roy. It's just go good, with man. the flow. I, I'm okay with that. As long as I'm not carrying Cora. So nothing. Would you like to use a mulligan chip? No, I think it's just, uh, I just had a hunch that sure. maybe doing the right of river's grace might sure. make things easier for us so like as that. you're as you're trying and things like that and you're getting halfway you see like little almost minnow like spirits of clouds looking around you they nibble at you as if nothing of import happens as they giggle and start to move downstream of their own accord i say we should be like water my friends and just go with the flow and can you it's not like the like because what I'm thinking of is like Joan and the whale. Like, you know, get, I'm, I'm looking to get swallowed. Yeah. I am looking for the predator to go and, and swallow me in a maw. So I, I you know, s- similarly, if they're retreating from a predator, then I know that's the way I have to go. If if it's a matter of just we're gonna you're we're gonna kind of go with this, then yeah, we'll ride. Okay. We'll ride this way, knowing that some predator is going to swallow me. As you move through it, this place is very disorienting. When the howls of the river started, when they ended. When the spirits of fish and things like that moved across you is unknown. As Mark, Zeb, and Roy, you hear a fish spirit going, Ah, the Garu are intelligent. They knew to swim away from the thing, for the creature is upriver. I'm to turn around, folks. So you want to get eaten by this thing? Yes. Well, okay then. Think of it like being ritualistically eaten. It's far less worse than being actually eaten. True. This is the Umbra. Or it's infinitely more worse. I could be entirely wrong. Well, well, we won't find out until we try. It's all the test. As you start moving up and drifting through the howling winds of the stream, could I get a perception alertness from one person from each pack? 
Whoever has the highest. Diff six? Yes. Somehow the one-eyed man has five. All right. Ooh. Damn, Sam. Damn. It's a damn shame that's the best roll of the night. I know. <laughs> <laughs> did you say did you say diff six, Keegan? Diff six. <sighs> so you notice, Zeb, that things are starting to get a bit lighter. The the river doesn't seem to be moving rushing as quickly. Cora. You notice that the river is not rushing as quickly as Zeb has noticed. However, you also notice that the bottom of the river is starting to open up and you can actually see ground far beneath you. The storm is breaking up and your chances will grow thin if you do not hurry. Uh, Cora will uh, pass on the information like, guys, look, we got to move our asses. (laughs) All right, so... Every member of the Ill Omens, roll Stamina Athletics, please, as in, the others are in your arms. In Krynos. Can I expend a willpower for success here? You can. All right. I will do so. All right. I'm going to assume I'm in Krynos. Good call, Zeb. Yep. You are in Krynos. Awesome. To quote so, the philosopher Vin Diesel, whether by an inch or a mile... You all make it as you're traveling, traveling, traveling before you see a great serpent moving through the river as if it's hunting. As you see its maw open up, surrounded by dagger-like teeth. You dive in. Oh yeah, we're going into Octana. You dive into the great serpent as the ground around you feels wet and squishy at first as the raging storm around you ends and the maw closes, there's a dim light at the end in front of you. What do you do? Uh, as long as we're all here, um, Zeb will kind of just, you know, tap, uh, tap Kyle on the shoulder and we'll, we'll press on in. So you press on in, the ground becomes more stable. There's less give till it feels like stone. And there is a warm but pleasant breeze as you start to move forward until you enter and behind you is a great cave you are surrounded by great red stones similar to that of the sacred stone in all directions though there is a network of caves within them beautiful native grasses all around not a single invasive species around as you see various glyphs speaking of the library and that the library is watched that only older brother is allowed. All others must watch for the sentinel, lest he force them out. And if they do not leave of their own accord, then he will make them. Good to see Fate Dancer still has a sense of humor. I suppose it wouldn't be a rank challenge if all it took was flying in the air. And getting swallowed. Well, I suppose we wait to see what the sentinel appears to be before we try to make a move to... Clearly the library. You wait. The moon seems to turn, but the sentinel does not leave. The sentinel is within. The spirits are within. Your task is within. All right, then within we go. As you enter, it is like a great lodge, built, expertly constructed, yet massive, partially built into the cliffs and the walls and the stone 
amazing caves with shelves upon shelves, with raw, with tanned hides, with garu glyphs written upon them. Though further in you see bone, with garu glyphs written upon them, and further back still stone and wooden artifacts from long before. And you get a glimpse at multiple layers. You see several spirits with blue skin standing about guarding this place. They have not noticed you just yet, but they will notice you soon. You notice them, and then you notice another one. Blue-skinned as well. Six wings. Two wings of fire, two wings of ice, and two wings of earth. As it moves around before a thousand eyes open up on it, each looking in every direction as the creature stands a good 15 feet tall before the eyes condense back into two as it nods and the other guards begin to move on what you assume to be their patrols. Now, as deep as we've gotten in, Keegan, are there still multiple like cave entrances around us, or are we kind of on a, a singular track at this you, point? You went into you went into through. one you went into one of the cliffs, and then you notice some go some of the cliffs outside that are more easily accessible mm-hmm. lead to the upper levels. Other cave entrances don't lead here at all, but they likely lead to other parts of the library. Well, you hearts, Rhea, I am not a tactical genius. Would you maybe have an idea of? a route a sentinel might take or how much time we might have what would i roll for that that would be intelligence leadership okay we're gonna try it because sam don't know no so nothing's coming to mind um honestly since these are spirits i don't know how they would uh patrol their own area it's all new to me unfortunately i'm drawn a blank it's a mystery to me too Rhea well less is more and if they're related to the antenna they're going to be angry anyway <sighs> let's go move okay how would you like to proceed um and I still so, and I and I have kind of multiple options here right because they they've been tasked out and scattered um if I if I at least kind of see a lane that I can get through this this first layer to get to a pl- to get to a an entrance I'll take it all right Let's have you roll. Have you roll wits, stealth? I am using the gift silence, Keegan. May I use the two additional dice that are my bonus for having Al as a totem to roll for the stealth roll? Yes, you may. All right. And you said uh, standard diff, sir. Yep. You start moving along. You try and avoid some of them as the big sentinel shifts into eyes again before turning into what is essentially black lightning and shooting into the walls and moving rapidly to somewhere else in the library to patrol there as the others nod and wait for their leader's return, each one carrying a flaming sword. What you've noticed now is that these spirits are tall, crinosized. There are places to sit to read the scrolls that are lower to the ground, as well as steps to help Lupusborn move through this place swiftly as well, as that is their preferred shape. You can try and figure out a good route through that using intelligence alertness, and this will reduce your chances of being caught 
And then after that, you will need to do an extended intelligence investigation. Okay. You'll so need... it requires shift to lupus, intelligence. No, uh, no, no, no. So uh, you can see spots that are meant for Hamids and spots that are meant for oh, so lupus. Oh, back and forth. So you Got can switch. So what you could do is potentially switch back and forth. And if you figure out the right pattern uh, in regards to the height of these spirits and the patterns you've noticed of them, at least so far, you will decrease the chance of them finding you. So uh, you will do your intelligence alertness. Each success will reduce 2% from the 20% chance of one finding you while you are investigating. Okay. And then each right. roll in your investigation represents about four hours of searching and reading. Oh, you need my. to accumulate five successes. Okay. Uh, and uh, your investigation role will be intelligence investigation difficulty eight for when you start looking for the item, given the pressure that you're under. Fair enough. Um, is willpower applicable to the intelligence plus alertness role? In this case, no. Um, I will roll that first. Okay. Bam. Bam. So there's a 10% chance that you will be discovered on this okay. roll. All right. And so this is uh, now, so intelligence plus uh, investigation, difficulty eight. Yep. Same question. Can I expend willpower either to negate a botch or for success or no? I will say no, since this right. is rant, this it is, is searching and reading. Yeah. No I matter how much you will yourself. You. Yeah. No, I, I appreciate the, the ask. Oh, of course. You find out a little bit. It turns out that, uh, Hunts from Above was a lupus stock, though it seems that their gender has been lost to time. It seems that that was not an important thing to keep track of when crafting their deeds. Difficulty staying the same for the extended roll, or am I, am I yep. adding, am I losing dice? Nope, it's the same roll. Same roll, same dice? Okay. And still, right. and same, uh, same potential difficulty. Uh, gotcha. Or same potential of getting caught. Same? Okay. Bam! Two. You just Now, as you read, you discover one of the old pieces of bone written with the story upon it. It seems that Hunts from Above is much older than expected. The great Garu actually is the one who petitioned the spirits of birds to earn their tribe the gift of wings for their athro members they were the first they found it and they were able to use that to run through the skies and it is part of how they earned their name and they did it explicitly to grow closer to golden eagle it seems that hum hunts from above petitioned golden eagle who is of the brood of phoenix to gift them a vision of things to come and what they saw is also apparently lost but its import is known hunts from above left for the dark places of the world to stalk realm the spirit realms where the worm festered because they heard of a great bane incarna simply known as and the piece ends there Come on. You get the last bit of it, and you find the last bit. 
the spirit that hunts from above was looking for was known as that which hungers, a fearful spirit that escaped the ancient bindings of older brother. So, hunts from above attempted to bind the spirit beneath the earth to prevent many Garu lives from ending. That failed. The spirit seemed too great, even for the Garu trying to bind, and it is said that a master of right died there, their life force ripped from them in the attempt of the binding. Hunts from above, weakened, hurt, gathered their pack and asked them to do whatever it took to prevent the worm from spreading, that they had to promise to Hunts from above that they would destroy the worm and that they would use their own claws and fangs to do it, for if they failed, Hunts from above believed that the Pure Lands would become a tainted hell on earth for forever. With the agreement of their pack, Hunts from above found that which hungers and made a pact with it that Hunts from above agreed that after the ritual performed by the two of them, that they would do all in their power to drag older brother into the depths of Malfis and forge a new tribe of the worm, beasts that would crush their siblings of middle and younger and tarnish the pure lands forever. In exchange, hunts from above would be allowed to bind that which hungers into a fetish so that they could drag their tribe mates into the darkness. After several days of dark rites and rituals, hunts from above bound that which hungers into a terrible fetish that is said to be beyond strength, beyond that of even the Grand Claves, based on its destruction, based on its description. Once the spirit was bound and hunts from above fell, becoming a tainted Garu for all existence. Their pack quickly attacked. Hunts, hunts from above, using this new powerful fetish, killed three of their four packmates before being destroyed. Their soul cut off from Gaia for forever. However, the fetish that contained the great Incarna, that which hungers, could now be hidden and locked away, never to harm the Pure Lands all at a great personal cost. The fetish was described as an obsidian blade that commanded the dead, drained Gnosis, and could release the tainted blood it drank into the world. Whatever that means. But the blade was cast away, and hunts from above saved the Pure Lands, but destroyed their own soul and gave it to the worm to protect all that they cared for. Kind of taking it all in, Zeb will wipe his eye. What a story of sacrifice. You hear a voice boom behind you. As black lightning crackles and kaboom! The great sentinel arrives. I was sent here to find a tale of hunts from above a great and ancient guru. I am aware that only those of older brother can pass into this place. And I took that chance. Two arms grow from the spirit's 
stomach as they reach out and pick you up and hold you there as the spirit looks down its mouthless face growing lips across it as you see several of the eye places where eyes form now turn into mouths this story has more than the great sacrifice of one Daru. the blade cannot be known of for the blade can still be found what must be done for this information to be hidden the blade's information is hidden here. None but older brother have found this place. Till now. As you see its fingers kind of divide into smaller hands as they snake up you and start grabbing and trying to pull open your eyelids. As you see it taking its thumb and starting to go for your one good eye. As its finger turns into molten silver. I must scar the visions you've had. You must stay here now forever. Surely this can be ripped from me. I have sacrificed before and I will do so again to make sure this remains hidden. If it is that dangerous, then I yield to your judgment. The spirit looks, wonders. Is that so? As it places its thumb right on your forehead and starts to burn as you take one point of aggravated damage. Yeah. As it starts leaking down the side, a little bit of collects into your eye socket as well. Burns there. You do not flinch. I know there are some things that must be protected. I know there are things that must be done to keep darkness at bay. I came here to learn. Some things are too much. And some things I am unworthy of. So I lose them or don't. What brought you here? And what brought them? As from the back of its wings, they all grow eyes and they all fall upon the rest of the group. As a friend for a challenge. As Guru tend to do. She of older brother, a theurge, known, sent me here for this information. That loss to her tribe. Perhaps it was meant to be a reminder. And an outsider or a worm bringer, which they would call me, was meant to bring it back. And I did so because I was responsible for her fate. And I felt that she deserved honor from me because I put her in danger. I kept her from execution, but there was more that was needed. And perhaps a small payment from me, flesh or otherwise, but even that score. I see. It has been some time. As you see it form another head on the back of its head as well, and two others as it looks around in all directions. Since older brother has come here, you say you have information of older brother. I do. Do they? And you see other spirits arriving, seeing what's going on. Of the blade? I do not know. I do not think so. Of hunts from above, from what I am told, that information is lost to them. All of them. No, I want to know, do your packmates, your friends, have new information of older brother? The library needs information. I wish to learn it. Information for information. And I will determine your worth. Give us some time to present this. I will draw it from you. Or that, I'll, I'll turn to them. I certainly cannot command nor ask if you would be willing to offer. The debts are strong between us already. Here's one more. If not, I understand. Cora is willing to offer any information she may have retained. When that you say that, a hand shoots out of its back as it grabs you by the face. As you see the hand grow a mouth as it leeches onto your mouth and starts sucking the air from your lungs. I need you to roll... 
Stamina, diff nine, please. I'm glad you spoke up first. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I mulligan? Yes, you may. <laughs> As you start to shake, Cora, it drains five gnosis from you. Holy God. Alrighty. Kyle will step forward. Of course, Seb. <sighs> Hand flies forward, grips Kyle right on the mouth. Same roll. You lose three gnosis. Guys, the fallen will step up as well as he's had teachings from older brother, so. Same. Boom! Five gnosis drained from you. If you don't have five gnosis, uh, or temp gnosis, then it converts to a point of ag for each one you were deficient in. And uh, Dimitri's also going to step up and offer information. All right. And so, same to you, Dimitri. Five Gnosis, anything you're deficient in, comes out of you in Ag. All right, three Ag. (laughs) You need only ask, Zeb, and I shall assist. Will you assist me, Roy? Yes. And as brothers, I shall take from both of you. His hand goes forward and grabs Zeb from the mouth and Roy from the mouth. May you both roll stamina diff nine, please. So three Gnosis from Roy, so four, Zeb, plus some egg. So as you start burning, as the spirit lets go of both of you, as it gives out this horrid screech, as you see several mouths open up on it and starts vomiting profusely. As it looks up, as eyes shift in every direction, as you hear it going, You follow in his footsteps with none of his conviction. Worm brothers. As you see it fling out its arms and a flaming sword, a flaming spear, a shield, a great bow and arrow start to form in its hands as all of them are tipped with silver. Zeb, you have a few moments as it's still stunned. What do you do? Oh, God. Run! And uh, (laughs) I will expend a rage to shift the Krenos and GTFO. All right, as you start to GTFO, the spirit turns and goes, Stop them! Worm bringers! Worm commands! Worm creatures! Its voice bellows as the whole place shakes as it starts to chase you, and the other spirits start jumping down. One gets in your way, you're gonna... Who's in front? I guess who's in the back of the whole group? I think I would be, just because I was the last one that got sucked. Okay. So, Roy, I'm going to need you to roll Dex Brawl Diff 7 to body tackle this thing out of the way if you want everyone else to go unpeated. Okay, I'm going to spend a point of rage to insta-shift to Krynos. Okay. And you said Dex Brawl. Well, no, I'm going to stay in Lupus because Dex is better. Never mind. Dex Brawl. Sweet. Don't forget about his spell form. Ispo and Lupus both have the same decks. Well, remember, body tackle requires a strength roll after. Oh, true. Alright, so I guess I, I will spend a point of rage to insta-shift from Lupus to Hispo. Okay. To body tackle. Wow! Yeah, oh, man! <laughs> nice. Very so, nice. So you hit the Ooh. spirit. I need you to roll strength now. With rollover, right? With rollover. So one rollover. Dang. God. <laughs> just oh, just one rollover. Okay. Because it got five successes. Uh, As you knock the it... spirit over. 
as you knock it over and there's a clear path for everyone else, I need you to roll a dex athletics roll. Everyone else, uh, minus Zeb real quick, to jump past this guardian spirit without its arms clutching you. Mark, you leap gracefully over. Kyle, you jump incredibly gracefully over. Dimitri, you jump like shit compared to Kyle. Cora, you're graceful, but not Kyle graceful. Zeb, I need you to do an additional dex athletics roll, diff eight, as a boulder is hurled at you from behind and the only hint you have of it is it whirling through the air. This is what you get for ignoring physical stats, boy. Oh, man. All right, you jump out of the way as the boulder comes crashing down and you keep pace with it for a few seconds as it rolls next to you for 10 feet with the same momentum as your full Krynos running speed before it finally slows down and stops before you hear the crackle of lightning and you see the spirit reform in front of you as it takes all of its weapons and starts to shoot straight down at you. I need another dex athletics roll if you spend a point of rage to shift to lupus i will decrease your dodge difficulty to diff five you need you need two successes i will spend a rage to shift to lupus you dodge just in time as you feel the heat of the blades right behind you as some of the hair on your back singes off just briefly as there's that nice burning hair smell as you leap back and the spirit turns around as you burst out into the light of the cave networks and you have to run back up the gullet of the first spirit all right i assume you all do that yeah let's yeah let's let's get out the whale all right as you rush forward and you go and you go and you go as you see the other spirits coming from behind you the maw of the serpent opens up you leap out and the serpent spirit behind you dissipates in a puff of smoke as there are no clouds around you and you begin to drop immediately from several thousand feet in the air someone pick a person you're going to need to do a dex athletics roll with your wings to catch up with them and then a strength roll to catch them because they're in crinos form dex athletics and then strength athletics uh just straight strength Okay. So, who's picking up who? Same people. Alright, yep. so you're gonna go for Mark. Dimitri, you're going for Cora. Zeb, you're going for Kyle. Sorry, Kyle. You said base diff, Keegan. Yep. Alright. Zeb, Roy, you get right up to your people. Roy, you start extending your hand as the wind is, like, shaking your arm, even in your Krinos form, as you're reaching out for Mark, as Mark is flipping around and twirling in the air at near terminal velocity now. Zeb, that's the same with you as Kyle's actually falling back first, arms and legs up as he's cannonballing back first into the ground. Were we in Krynos? Because I was still in Hispo while we were running. Yeah, you can be, you're in Hispo then. Sorry, Zeb's the only one in Krynos. All right, here, here we go for the catch. All right. Yeah. All right. So, Mark, you take one point of aggravated damage as Roy grabs you, grabs your arm with his teeth, as that's all he has as he catches you. You catch, you swing. Roy, you feel some of your teeth 
creak in your skull as one snaps and regenerates back. And as it's regenerating, it's pulling Mark into alignment with your body. As you catch, as blood starts dripping down your mouth, Zeb, you fling your arm, you catch Kyle by the leg as he swings slightly and you get him right onto your back as you land. And finally, Dimitri, where are your uh, rolls? So, yeah, so Dimitri is going to catch up to Cora and Lupus, spend a rage to shift into Krynos, and then catch her. All right. Dimitri, you start catching up. You're, you're slow going as you're going, flapping as Cora. You are now level with Pike's Peak and dropping rapidly past the height of the peak as the stones of the Sacred Stone are catching up a little quickly. Dimitri, you catch her right in the shoulder. Your claws dig in slightly, Cora, as you take a point of ag as he grabs your... I believe you were still in lupus form? Uh, I, I, oh, sorry. Oh, I meant Cora, yeah. As you grab the lupus at the shoulder, do one ag with your claws digging in, Dimitri. As you swing slightly and you lose a little bit of stability, as you swing and you corkscrew with Cora, Cora, the ground and the sky twirl into a beautiful array of colors. You are very motion sick. Please roll stamina. Okay. <laughs> As you hold your lunch down and Dimitri, you're able to finally get control about, oh, we'll say a thousand feet above the ground as you're all finally able to land. Well, that was sudden. You know, we're starting to get a nick new nickname here, Wormbringers, and I'm not liking it. It's an old insult, Mark. Justified. Not for us. And we do, we're still we're on the Umbra side, but we're yeah, like, and we're in the bottom of the Sacred Stone, but on the other side, okay, yeah. All right, I, I guess make it to the heart of the Cairn and cross back over into the real world. All right, assuming everyone's all right. As you cross back into the physical realm, your wings dissolving away as you cross the gauntlet. Zeb, Whoa. you hear it. Zeb, you hear in the back of your mind. Did you see how that spirit reacted when it got close to Roy? I saw how long it took for him to volunteer. Yes, clearly he was hiding something, holding it close so it wasn't discovered. Watch them. I shall remain vigilant. Mark's gonna kind of come up to Zeb, maybe like shake him from his voice conversation. Ah, well, another challenge. Successful, I say. I enjoyed Lake Superior much more. I'll admit that. Definitely, definitely. But would you say, would you say this is successful? I think so. It'll be fate dancer to decide. But I'm, I'm thankful for all of you coming along. I've never heard of such a thing before. I think that's remarkable in itself. Well, considering the rules of the challenge, I think as many allies could have been a great boon to you, especially with what just happened. <laughs> I have a feeling we might be presenting some information that wasn't known beyond the legend. Hmm. What could that be? Place within that's guarded by sentinels that's been waiting for information from the Actana but hasn't been receiving it. Oh, well, definitely I'm sure Fate Dancer will appreciate that. Roy, you get but... this sudden, like, emotional wave over you of just kind of irritation, like, irritability. Like this, you stuck your neck out, you cooperated with the spirit, and it still blew up in your face. You're getting this, just this feeling of why the fuck do I even bother that's permeating you. Neb, tell me. 
Why is it that we help the spirit, this sentinel, give him the information that he seeks, and he still chased us out? I don't spirits think this is fair. I won't argue that spirits are perfect, Brother Roy. They're fickle. They have their own agendas, their own desires, their own wants, and they're not always on our side. They were sent there to get information from them they didn't want to give up. And they don't always like us. They don't always like a lot of things. So you're right. We make a lot of deals. And we hope they don't snuff us out. And sometimes it's okay. And sometimes no matter how hard you try, that spirit's going to be malevolent. They don't want anything to do with you. And they don't care because we're a, we're a speck in a moment compared to something that's been around since the dawn of creation. I wish it were better than that. There's some spirits that are nice to hang out with. Uh, these ones I would not have a beer with. Uh, Roy, what is your remaining willpower? Remaining? I still have all six. Perfect. Thank you. Man, even Zeb is on their side. Why do you even bother? I don't know, Zeb. I'm just... I'm gonna go have a beer. You talking about it. I'm just gonna go. I'm just frustrated. Spears is supposed to be honest. You're supposed to be honest, and I'm just gonna go. I'm not lying with to you, Roy. Spirits are jerks sometimes. Others aren't. There's no lie there. I definitely wouldn't want to meet these ones again because they're jerks. Brother Roy, we're, we're here for you. If you need time to sit, I understand. This was a pretty terrible time. Think of this way. You, we kind of pulled one under on a couple of assholes. You're right, Mark. We pulled one. We pulled a fast one on on an asshole, but I thought spirits were supposed to be honest and truthful. So those Banes, even then, they're supposed to be loyal to their own agenda and loyal to their word. Well, to a degree they are, but spirits' natures are fickle. Spirits' natures change. And sometimes, as great and powerful as a spirit could appear, as we just witnessed, sometimes they're so simplistic in their order taking that any alarm that goes off sets them off on their duty so to speak does this make sense even if they did seem cooperative you may be right but i'm still upset i'm frustrated at this whole thing as it, you have every right to be it's been a rough few weeks not to mention we've been tasked from other garu and then we're going to be called worm bringers. Oh, well, kind of seems to be a term of endearment for us these days. So I say take it with some salt. Exactly how I'm taking it with salt. Well, come, come. We're focusing too much on the negative here. There's a great victory for Brother Zeb here. Well, let him go and celebrate it. You're part of it too, Roy. But if you need some time, brother, we can talk later. That seems best at this time all right and with that roy will walk off guys blessings be with you roy and he'll throw a hand up in the air uh, wow even our resident jokester is having a tough time uh paints with twilight is walking by before she stops and looks at y'all hey strangers paints in twilight yeah it's good to see you yeah good to see you guys it's Guys, we're gone a while. How was your journey into the spirit realms? How long have we been gone, Rhea? Oh, four days? Oh my. Well, we think it was successful, Rhea, but had no idea so much time had passed. 
as is the ways of the Umbra. Then, let me speak plainly. Uh, I will be trying to represent Black Fury interests here at the Karen. I am not too pleased about the removal of Fate Dancer from the Council, as it feels like they may become too male-dominated, something I am not a fan of. Teresa brought much sense and stability to the Council. Discussions will start tomorrow, and I hear members of Older Brother will be coming in to permanently join this Karen. Hopefully some women of sense arrive as well, but given that the ones who've made the most changes to this Karen since I've joined have been Regender Final Days, Malcolm Wormherder, Howls of Fear, Evan Heals the Past, well, very few women speak. Even Mari didn't decided not to get involved. I don't know if it's because she doesn't feel that this is her place or what, but, or it could be simply that she's a third and she was playing to spiritual matters just like myself. You look to join the council, Rhea? Not look to joining the council. I'm not of high enough rank. Just letting you know that there will be dis- a discussion starting tomorrow about how this Karen will govern itself. Based on the di- based on the edicts of the council, every member of this Karen will be allowed to chime in, but more members of Older Brother are coming in to make sure that Older Brother has the lion's share of the say. Stuffing the ballot box. I wouldn't call it that. I, I'm sympathetic. This place was their home. Though, I do find it distasteful that... Guru, like Bloodwind, who were essentially born nearby and have lived their entire life with this Karen, have less of a voice than newcomers who will be crossing a moon bridge tomorrow. But, and because this is such a strategically important Karen, I'm going to do my damnedest to represent my tribe. Well, we can hope that at least the individual. We can hope at least that the individual voice still matters just as much. It will just be the numbers that change. Uh, I suppose so. And do consider, Rhea, that even though this council has existed for a bit, it's still fresh for older brother, if that makes sense. Uh, Perhaps. I'm not quite sure I follow. It's new territory for cooperation, unheard of in the Garu Nation, I suppose. I suppose you're right there. Either way, I wanted to let you guys know that that was the biggest announcement that came through uh, recently since you guys all left for your spirit journey. Thank you. Much Thank appreciation. You, <sighs> she kind of cracks her knuckles and just goes, anyway, I'm going to tend to some of the tree spirits here and do what I can. Would you like some company? I have some projects of mine I have... Uh... I'd like to get started. I I mean no offense to you, uh, Guides the Fallen, but tree spirits are very susceptible, and all plant spirits are very susceptible to the rage. It wilts them, and uh, your rage runs hot. Uh, of course. Of course. Mm. I take no offense. It is the curse. And Mark will just give a bow. Thank you, Rhea. And she gives a bow back before moving on to the heart of the Karen to pass through. Mm. Cora, Kyle, 
You don't need to roll empathy. You you get that what she said bothered Mark a lot. Don't dwell on it too much, Mark. Always keep in mind that, yeah, the rage is a bit of a curse, but there are those of us who can keep our rage as low as possible so that they can do those tasks, and there are those of us who keep it high so they can do the others. I just feel I have strayed from the path that Luna and Guy have set for me. Too much rage. But I guess you are right. It makes no difference to worry about it now. Perhaps I could ease the rage through some right. Remember, we've been through so much that has caused our rage to increase over the last only two years. And it's not, it's not something to be ashamed of. Yes, it could make your job a little harder, but it's definitely not something to be ashamed of. For, our, for all I know, there might be some spirits that react better to a higher rage. I don't know. Just like she said, the plant spirits don't react all too well to a high rage. So what if there's something else that reacts well to it? You seem to get along just fine with the river spirits. Mm. This is true. This is true. Not all spirits are withered by me, but to just think that even the trees, but I think there might be something that can be done. I think just my ponderings on things it's just created a rage for me. Things I just haven't addressed yet. But I appreciate you guys talking to me. I'm always concerned about the well-being of us, and I'll motion over to the ill omens, our allies. Just nice to know that you guys can check up on me, too. Of course. Of course. And if you do truly feel like you've strayed from your path, we can always spend some time looking into ways we could subdue your rage. There are gifts, I'm sure. Rituals, like you mentioned. Mm -hmm. A more experienced Master of Rites or Thurge would be needed for this. Could possibly go back to my Sept. And you all would certainly be most welcome there. But that would be only if there's no prying things at hand at the moment. I know that this Sept still has the Leech War. And there's still the threat of the Black Spiral still. But I do need to recompense for things at home. And I do must leave soon of course i think personally i'll want to wait until well i just want to see what happens tomorrow the timing of our return is fortuitous at least for that true we could see what's discussed and still need to heal up a little bit so zeb dimitri you'll start heading towards fate dancer you have to ask around since she is no longer under guard she has been freed Dimitri, you start coaching Zeb on how to tell a good story using your skills as a galliard to try and walk him through it. You start approaching as she looks over at Zeb. Ah, speaks in sweet whispers. How can I help you? Oh, and of course you, Howl's in memory. Hey, Dancer, we return with the tale from of Hunts from Above, from deep within the hidden places of the Ectenna. An ancient library with beyond the mall. Have you brought what was asked? We have brought a great story of him. Yes, Fate Dancer. And a secret. A secret? Indeed. I can tell it in entirety, or if you'd only like to know this piece, depending on if you wish it presented during during the mood or not. It's entirety, please. I wanted to hear the story from you. 
so that I could teach it to our galliards. Okay. You did. You do get a two die bonus from Dimitri coaching you up. Okay. It's diff six. All right. Okay. Um, can I try my hand at telling some of it too? Sure. If you do it well, I will give you bonuses. Okay. Hey, Danceria, we considered this first a tale of a great hero of the Guru, one that roamed the lands prior to those of even the brothers appearing, soaring above the skies of this sacred place. It starts It starts with very learn, learning the very gift of flight, one that was negotiated by hunts from above. However, there was one greater thing. There was a prophecy that was presented to hunts from above all of older brother about a darkness. The contents therein were unknown of what that prophecy entailed or what its result might be. But either way, the intuition, the knowledge of that dark thing set forth hunts from above on a quest. Over time, it revealed to them because one important point here too and in the telling to many of our guru warriors is their, their gender has been lost to time, only that they were a hero, only they existed, that they fought the worm and were strong. There came a time when it was revealed or known that a great bane, a great darkness had escaped many of its bonds that was held in before and was rising up. And this darkness would corrupt all of creation, all of the pure lands as we know them and had to be stopped. And there was a trait within all attendant that is understood that of sacrifice, sacrifice always, sacrifice to keep the taint away, to hold it at bay. And hunts from above knew that this taint, so strong, this bane with such might, could not be held through just combat, could not be fought with just them and their pack. And so a deal was struck with this bane known as that which hungers, that they would bind to one another in a right. First attempted to destroy it, but knowing that that was impossible, and instead through a contest or a battle of wills, against that which hunters, binding it to a powerful, powerful blade of dark obsidian, more powerful and known than any grand clave in existence. In exchange, hunts from above would fight to corrupt all of Guru, all of the lands that we roamed to raise a new tribe of black spiral dancers. Hunts from above and making this pact turn to their pack inform them this darkness must be destroyed whatever it took again the spirits understanding sacrifice understanding the battle must be brought to the worm understanding that nothing must stand in the way of its destruction knowing that even the deepest loyalties can be corrupted by what the worm brings told its pack to fight against this as this binding was complete and so they did three or four of them of the four pack mates being killed in battle battling hunts from above in an attempt to destroy this darkness to save our lands our creation our future what was lost to time after the destruction was this blade with that bane bound to it a secret now held deep in a library beyond the malls of this manifestation of octana itself guarded by Sentinel spirits that I could only envision were described in documents like the Torah or others. Wings of fire and ice, vastly tall, numerous eyes, ever vigilant, strong, wielding all weapons and creation at its disposal to protect that information. They cried out when they learned of the things that we guru now have done, have learned, have committed 
They sought to receive more from the Actena, but it had been long since they'd heard those stories. And we escaped, barely, as that was a great and powerful place of the Actena, and not for us. This is the story that we return. All right, roll charisma performance plus two dice, and for your telling of it, diff five. It's enough, as she, you get all the vital information across. She nods and she goes, Thank you, Zeb, speaks in sweet whispers. Your story will be told by older brother now. I thank you for your information, and with older brother being a greater part of this Karen, I suspect we will be able to send more into the skies to find this library and learn more of what has been lost. And for your sacrifice for my tribe, for finding the story of a great hero who sacrificed everything, including their soul, for Gaia, I recognize you. Zeb speaks in sweet whispers. Adrian of the Garu. Alright, so the next day is going to happen, but first, Dimitri, you find yourself in the streets of Colorado Springs. It's foggy, cold, pretty typical of the winters here that you've experienced. It's not, certainly not Wisconsin cold, oh, but, yeah. but it's unpleasant all the same, especially with the dirty clothes that you're forced to wear as a bone gnar. You hear familiar weeping just down the next alleyway. I have a bad feeling about this, but I'm gonna go see who's re- weeping. You see Veronica just crying. Hmm. I'm gonna go into the alleyway, but slowly. And Veronica looks up. Dim? Hey. Hey. I I know I know you said you didn't want to see me again, but I I heard you and I I I just wanted to check up on you. Didn't you didn't you wanna fight for me? Fight for me to stay in your life? Don't you don't you desire my company, Dim? I, I do, but I, I also want to, res- I want to respect what you said you wanted last time we talked. Why didn't you fight for me, Dimitri? I thought I always heard that friend of yours talking about family, how we were close like family. Am I not family to you, Dimitri? Am I just someone to cast aside and abandon because of some harsh words? Was I not worth fighting for? Following? Keeping close? Uh, This doesn't seem like something Veronica would say. Dimitri's gonna pause a moment as he takes these words in. He's going to ask, what's going on? What's happened to you? This, This doesn't sound like you. Dimitri... He found out my name, as you see from the shadows, Nicholas forms, and he places his hand on Veronica's throat as you see him lean her back and his fangs start to show. Dimitri, I thought we were family. I thought you cared about me. That's when Dimitri's gonna run forward and try to intercept. All right, you intercept as you tackle Nicholas as he disappears into smoke and Veronica goes spinning down and she lands hard as she looks up and just looks at you going Dimitri why did you kill Kirby? I I killed Kirby because I I did not want the others to think that you were 
tainted or taken away by the worm. I didn't want them to kill you. And I, I know now that in my obsession to protect the past, I, I was destroying the future. And she looks up at you. She smiles a little bit. Tears still, and she goes, Dimitri, do you really want me in your life that bad? I do. And she takes your hand and looks up. You have, you have to show it. You have to make me understand. Or this, this will be my future. As you see Nicholas leap out of the shadows as he picks you up in your Hamid form and throws you 30 feet into a dumpster as your back smashes against it. And he bites Veronica. She looks, Dimitri, if you want me, you will have to take me. You will have to make me understand. You have to make your desires known. As she vanishes and you wake up the next morning. And as Dimitri wakes up, he's gonna rub his eyes and look around. And once he's once he's a little more grounded, um, he's gonna seek out Zeb and, and Roy. Alright. Zeb, Roy... You're hanging out in a standard set of cardboard boxes, given that the Sept is uh, a little more cautious with natural resources, given the number of wolves that have been running around, especially with the enacting of the high ban, which has been lifted, uh, given that vampire attacks are down and there hasn't been major retaliation for two vampire slayings as of late. Thus, the high ban has been lifted. But most Garu who can are required now to live in the city or close to the city and not hunt in their lupus form for food and things like that constantly. Everyone's allowed to hunt, but they are given now specific days of the month or lunar cycles to do so. So all Arun are able to hunt and feed themselves during the full moon, Philodox during the half moon, so on and so forth to preserve the prey of sacred stones so that the Garu are not a burden upon it. Dimitri, as you shake the cardboard box of Zeb and Roy. Zeb, Roy, are you awake? Uh, yeah. What's going on, Dimitri? I had a dream. Perhaps a, a dream of, of things to come if I don't act now. Um, but... Well, it was while you were gone, Zeb, but I had, I made some choices and gave poor explanations to one of my kinfolk, and I, I had a dream that, that she might be in danger of the leeches if I don't act soon, if I don't show her that I, that I care. Are you talking about Veronica? Yes, I, I'm talking about Veronica. Zeb, in the back of your mind, you hear, See? See? It's already begun. I'll, uh, you know, I'll ask, I'll, I'll describe, I mean, I'll describe her. I don't know what she looks like, but I'll describe the, the, you know, the decapitated head that I saw in my dream, minus the decapitated head part. Okay. Is she the one that's got this hair, this face, these eyes? He describes her pretty perfectly, hmm. Dimitri. Yes, that's that's Veronica. Have you seen her lately? It's, uh, it's been some time. What was the cause of you two falling out? There, when 
Roy and I and uh, Fomori's Bane were investigating the human trafficking rings. We found out that Veronica had been taken, and when we went to rescue her, we met we met a a vampire that was that had the same goal as us to rescue Veronica, and we worked with them, and that when I found out that Veronica and this vampire were were friends. She had no not known that that this person, Kirby, was a vampire at the time until her rescue. And I I was I was afraid that if the if Formori's Bane shared the story of the rescue, they would also mention this vampire and there would be concerns of whether Veronica or not was uh, Veronica was tainted by the worm, and so Egan, I'm going to activate True Theory. Okay, okay, continue. So to cast those doubts aside, me and Roy we found out where this vampire lived and we killed them. And the earring, I... the earring buzzes a little bit. Part of that statement was false. Veronica didn't know Kirby was a vampire? Yes. That, that part rings true. And you killed it to protect her? Yes, that, that was my intention. That part buzzes a little bit because your exact wording in that session, Thomas, was that you thought the blood could control your mind and that you now understand it's a worm creature, so you killed it for being a worm creature. So that was not your intent. What did it really do? What do you mean? You're not telling me the whole story, Dimitri. What did it do? Why did you go and kill it? We had a peace with the vampires, and things spiraled under, out of control. I don't particularly... I have no love for the undead, but why did you do that? Well, I... During the rescue, I... I gave it some of my blood, and I I don't know anything about vampires. I thought in some way it could control me, but uh, since Veronica also knew Kirby, I thought that maybe it could also control her as well. Were you compelled to give it blood? No, I wasn't. Why did you give it blood? Because I, I believed that the... That it could help us rescue Veronica. It, it came for that reason. So it was helping rescue our kin? Yes. And needed your blood? Well, it, it said that it needed more blood. And Were you there for that, Roy? was, and I was against it. So was everyone else. The reason that it, that Kirby gave was that it needed strong blood to recover. I did not buy it. For it could have taken the blood of the traffickers. Did it give any reasons why? It didn't Our blood it. is stronger. That, uh, it, that buzzes in your ear, Zeb? It, what reason did it give? It, it didn't want to kill any of the humans. The traffickers that we had fought were near death. It didn't want to kill any humans. So you found the one pacifist leech in Colorado Springs and you went to their house and you killed it because it saved one of your kinfolk 
and you gave it blood to make sure your kinfolk escaped, and no one else helped you? Roy was there, but it was me that did the killing. And then what happened? Brother Roy, I can't help but look at your neck. Then what happened? We fled. After the, after Dimitri took out Kirby, we fled. And your kinfolk was angry? Yes. And what makes you think the vampires are after her now? Have one of you had an encounter recently? I've had one, but it's for different reasons. No, I, not recently. It was... It was the dream I mentioned. And she wanted nothing to do with you? Yes, that that is what she said. But a dream told you otherwise? Not otherwise, but if... The, the dream told me that if I wanted Veronica in my life, I had to show that I, I cared. Kinfolk are not servants. They are not breeding stock. They are not chattel raised to do the dirty work that we don't wish to do to ride their coattails of productivity while we take from them constantly. Perhaps you should leave her be. Perhaps you've done enough. Boggles the mind that this happened. Dimitri, you hear in the back of your head, he doesn't understand. How could he? Roy's been with you this entire time. Zeb left for nine weeks. He left and he let this whole thing with Veronica happen because he wasn't there to help you. He doesn't understand. I know you both have lost a lot. We all have. We've all paid dearly over and over again. There are going to be people that one way or another we piss off enough they don't want to be around us anymore. And that's part of the cause for Gaia, unfortunately. But that is a misstep of youth, Dimitri. I, I can only fathom the pain that you've had of a cairn falling and now here and seeing these leeches on the loose and doing all you could to protect your kinfolk to have that spurned, but do not, do not pursue this. That is, that is obsessive, that is dangerous, that is, that is poor treatment. If she needs help, she will find you or the cairn, but amends will not be made by you interfering. I assume she was very angry with you. Yes, she was. Do we have any other vampires that are extremely outraged at us now? Can I say that again? Just Nicholas killing Kirby? Oh, for that? Not that I know of. Then for what? We're declaring war. There's still a war going on between the Cairn and the leeches in the city. And you were held responsible? By Nicholas? I was just... around. You forget I'm the one that made a deal with him. I've since learned not to trust him. And this is what I've learned that comes from them. And I'll lift up my head and expose my neck to show the scar. Well, I'm truly sorry that happened to you, Brother Roy. We stick together, pack acts together, we take care of one another, and we keep a watch out, right? Starting now, right? Starting always, Roy. I know I was gone when that happened to you, but that's what leeches do. They find you isolated and alone, away from the pack, and they come after you. Dimitri, you hear in the back of your mind? Just like Veronica is. I appreciate your words of wisdom, Seb. That's why I came to you and Roy after I woke up. I know that going after Veronica would be obsessive and impulsive, but perhaps we could 
help all of our kinfolk in the city instead. Yes, especially in this time. Absolutely. There's a lot of things we can do to help people in the city, and we should. All of you make your way back to the Karen grounds, and as you see in the Umbra, the Moonbridge opens as seven Nugaru have joined the Karen permanently. All of them a older brother. Among them are, in fact, two elders. One you've heard of called Don Wormcharmer, who is said to have a galliard of such grace and performance that she told a story so well that she caused a bane to turn against its very nature and fight with the Garu briefly before the backlash of its own existence tore it to shreds. The other that is important to you is known as Devon Binds the Darkness, one of the youngest elders in the nation as Devon is only 28 years old and a Hamid, Devon has learned and mastered several of the Uktena gifts in Bane Binding and Bane Destruction. Damn. Evan steps before the whole Karen. This discussion is yours. Myself, Howls of Fear, Albrecht, Mari, Malcolm First Wolf, Final Scale, and the rest. We will say no more. This is not our Karen, and we will not dictate how you do it. We will only make sure that things are done fairly, and to prevent and to mediate any disputes before they burst into violence. And so talk starts to break out. There's talk of now an elder council, one of each auspice. There is talk of a triple, a three Garu council like before, so that leaves several Garu ready to move about and help. Others think that perhaps one elder is enough to keep the Karen moving smoothly. And so decision-making is swift, especially in these times of war, while others mainly a lot of European tribes, though some of the others, are now championing, championing the idea Albrecht put forward, that all the set positions have votes and voices in decision-making for the Karen. However, Elder and Grand Elder, of course, get more votes per guru. How would you like to proceed? What camp do you find yourself most drawn to? So... Kyle kind of likes two of the ideas, specifically um, Albrecht's idea in times of peace uh-huh. and the simple council of elders in times of war. So like right now, it would just be just a straight three. But once the leech war had ended, it would go back to no, no, no. Everyone, everyone who has a set position, at least can have a say. OK, I'm going to have you roll to try and argue that point uh, and you can. Come up with things in a few while we go around everyone else. So I give you some time to think about what you want to say. Who else? Kind of in, in line with, uh, with, with Kyle's idea. Yeah, a council in peace, but and in war, it, almost like the Roman way, you just name the dictator that's going to lead you through war, right? Like Cincinnatus. Like you're just going to name that warrior that's going to lead the cairn through, through, its, through its battles. And then when it ends, they, you know, as they should with great honor, step back down and... and Hey, the council reforms, and the king continues at peace until it needs a wartime leader again. 
and that way the best suited wartime leader is picked. Mark is going to kind of default on what Zeb and Tyler are leaning towards, but kind of more thinking of the spiritual aspect, thinking that perhaps this would bring more of a spiritual balance to things because in the first place, the Uctana needed to reclaim their cairn and sept pretty much to bring peace to the spirits here. That was a big thing. The, the proper rites were not being performed because they were being denied. So Guides to Fallen will definitely feel that this is kind of an, this would feel from what he knows, this feels like a very Uctena thing that strong representation should be there. Definitely, especially in the strongest representation in the greatest times of need. Okay. Uh, Dimitri is going to go with uh, Kyle, Zeb, and, and Mark on this one. All right. All right. Kyle, do you have anything you want to speak up to regarding the rest of your fellow Garu? Yeah, absolutely. So, right. uh, going to use persuasion to lower difficulties of persuading people. Because that's what I'm here for, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> There. Persuasion um, is activated. All difficulties are minus one. In times of war, we need more decisiveness than a dozen can give. But one Garu can easily lead a Sept into near destruction, as we all know too well, even in times of peace. So a council of three seems the best of both worlds. But in those times of peace, deciding when to go to war, what paths we should take as a whole, the Sept itself should be involved in the decision. One person's wisdom is not enough, but even three can be blind to the greater needs of a sept, especially as it grows. And this one has grown large quickly. Excellent. All right, roll charisma expressions, and we're going to have you do difficulty seven. Several Garu kind of chime in and seem to grumble in, in acknowledgement. A, a fair number, not the entirety of the side that was for everyone voting, comes to your side. And I'd say about, you know... Of the five who supported the three option, two have come to your side as well. Um, members of the one, some have started to contemplate. They're not as strong in their assumption. And some of the Elder Council ones, at least one has moved off to your side as well. As your side is not the largest as of just yet. Right now, the five Garu Elder Council with, you know, four elders, one Grand Elder holding the strongest position still as there is a burst of anger and strong words as two guru one from the three elder council and one from the five elder council shift into krynos and start attacking each other as first wolf and albrecht jump in to tear them apart and prevent them from ripping each other to shreds in their frenzy as emotions tensions and rage runs high what uh what rank were they the two that fought uh one was rank three and the other one was rank four mark will kind of turned uh facing the two uh garu that just fought but kind of more generally addressing uh everybody that's in front of him the very reasons for these talks is to avoid this kind of violence brother sisters calm yourself there's no need to be at each other's throats as a Cleoth spits out at you. It is our way to fight. This few fights is a mark of great success, I would say, in our diplomatic talks. But it's these very actions and these very attitudes that led to this almost nighfall of this Septon Cairn just a few weeks ago. I disagree. 
It was the politicking, the backstabbing, behind closed door. There's open aggression is at least honest. True. These are very true words. But keep the aggression to words. There's no need to harm each other physically. Very well, I will try we will, I will at least try and keep your words kept to heart, guides the fallen Rhea. I appreciate that you do. And I hope it is appreciated by others as well. Others others chime in and agree as others keep talking as at this point now the entirety of the just three Garu Elder Council have joined the side of the three in war, five in or in the whole Karen, working it out during times of peace as there is a constant back and forth back and forth back and forth until consensus is reached and it is decided that it will be three elders who will be who will uh challenge of any garu of the elder rank who feels that they are strong enough to take the position are allowed to, though it seems very likely that it will be members of Older Brother. And once that has occurred, then the Karen will be under its new leadership. Until then, the Garu who are still here, including Albrecht and his pact, as well as the Firestarters, they will be the makeshift leadership until the transition of power has fully occurred and that Malcolm has announced that he will be performing the Rite of the Winter Winds this year and that he looks forward to it to greeting Helios with everyone. This whole the whole discussion takes essentially the whole day and you have one day to prepare for the other rite but you guys can do other things as you wish. So for the 20th, what are y'all choosing to do? I'll go in order of people on my screen. So, Dimitri? I've been out of Gnosis since the Spirit Quest, and I've been kind of low on willpower, so uh, Dimitri would like to take care of that, um, okay. but he's also gonna invite Roy and Zeb to come along with him. Okay. Roy Zebra, would you like to join him in a hunt for some ephemera to regain his gnosis? Yes, please. All right, cool. And uh, you've regained two points of willpower since the spirit journey, by the way. Okay. Since it's been a couple days. Cora, is there anything you'd like to do? You said that it's the 20th, the moot's on the 24th? 21st. 21st, so next day. Um, as much as... Cora wants that uh, could can fit in. Um, she'd like to try and regain some gnosis, um, help set up the moot, and maybe help with the pups. Sure, you can help with the pups. They will not be participating, but they will be interested to hear about Garu traditions. I'm sure. All right, Kyle. Uh, I'm gonna hold my action. To see what Zeb's gonna do. <laughs> Mark. Mark wants to seek out the Master of Rights, pretty much like the head thurge here. Okay. Try to figure out how to get rid of this, this uh, point of rage so that okay. he, he could be thurgy again. Okay. Roy? I uh, Pretty much what Dimitri wants to do and do a spirit hunt and get some gnosis back. Okay. Zeb? 
I'm going to seek out Kyle um, and speak to him either before or after the Gnosis hunt, probably before. Okay, yeah. So it's early in the morning. Zeb, when you approach Kyle. I think I'm in over my head and I need your help. Of course, what's wrong? Something reached out to me in the dreamscape and I think it might have been a namer and it carried a warning from the future. A warning about the possibility of me being betrayed and killed by, by Roy. That the worm had slowly started to infect him. And that Dimitri might be spread too. The obsession with family. Devotion to their own desires. Something came up yesterday that seemed to have confirmed it for me. And it was Dimitri talking about a falling out he had with one of his kinfolk. And it was because he killed a vampire friend of hers. But maybe she didn't know it was a vampire. And so when they destroyed this vampire in its home... It caused quite a few other problems, but I'd never met Veronica or Kirby, so I couldn't speak more to it. But all I know is that Roy's unwillingness to step forward even during the quest and some of his actions now, even calling me a liar, my concern grows by the day. And I know he's been close to the precipice before. I thought maybe we'd walked that back as he explored the ways of the Worm and the Weaver, but now I'm even more gravely concerned. You have said... So very many things that concern me. I think I was ready for one. I don't know what's more important, but I first, I suppose, why would they kill Kirby? What is... They told me that when you were fighting against traffickers here in the city, I had been gone. Kirby needed blood, was unwilling to harm the human guards or others inside the building. Asked for blood from all of you. Everyone refused except for Dimitri. So he offered up blood to help this thing to free Veronica and escape with others, I assume. I had to hand it to the pacifist leech. I, yeah, I, that much is true. I just, they had every opportunity to try and kill him when he was in front of us and they didn't. I had, I had assumed we had some measure of, well, trust, I suppose. They had many opportunities to kill them when, when they were in front of us, but... I assumed we had some measure of trust with them because, well, they had kept to their word and, well, they were no friend of Nicholas, so. I acknowledge there's power in the blood and that they could have wielded it in any number of ways. I don't know vampires very well other than to, to hate them, but. No. It... I, something happened out there and it continues to. Right. I, I, regardless of Kirby, I suppose, I. The namer concerns me too, but with what you've said, you're right. It does seem rather something that could be trusted at the very least. Something from the future that's at least confirming everything as things unfold. But I can't take them physically if things get out of hand. I'm completely outmatched by both of them. I hope it doesn't come to that. I hope that something walks this back, but I can no. only ask you to help watch. Of course, I no. and my pack will be there for you should anything happen. I'm sorry to put this at your doorstep, but thank you. It's what we're here for. But when our packmate fell, a lot of it was due to a, a lack of compassion on our part. We had compassion for others, but not for her. I don't, I don't think we've been as careless with Roy, but... Both he and Demetri are mired definitely in loss, and I try to tell them every time that I acknowledge that, but obsession is deadly. But you're right. Try to show them as much compassion as I can so they don't feel ignored and ostracized. And I'll do what I can as well. I'll 
I'll speak to Cora about it, too. I know that she and Roy don't always see eye to eye. Maybe it's the Ragabash. Perhaps. Thank you, Cal. Of course, Ed. So, Mark, you approach the current Master of Right, which is also Malcolm, currently, as he's holding a lot of hats right now. Oh, God's the Fallen. How can I help you? Worm Herder Rita, I'm glad I found you. I've I've come to you with a very personal favor. It, do you have time to maybe talk? Yeah, I have time. I'm just preparing a few things, but what's on mm. your mind? Well, one particular thing. It involves some story from my travels, but to keep it short, for the for the sake of you, I know you're busy. In my path, I have found knowledge of an incarna one known as Rorg, and I feel upon his meditations I took upon this knowledge, I feel I had inadvertently gained more of the blessing and hence more of the curse. Unicorn warned me about this, but I did not heed it. He spoke to me of a shadow, a shadow that he shares as well, a shadow that almost consumed him, and a shadow that he sees as almost consuming me. And I feel I have strayed from my path that Luna and Gaia have given me, and I wish to be rid of this rage. I feel I'd serve this purpose, though. I feel Gaia may have intended me for this to happen. Perhaps. I know that spirits of fire, wolverine spirits of the like, things like that, have an affinity for Guru with high rage. To get it more in line with how you feel you should be, though, I don't I don't have any answers. Older brother has no rights to deal with the rage, and most of the gifts that deal with it are of the Hamid breed, which I am mm. not. I've heard rumor that the children, your tribe, have some rights that deal with the rage, but beyond that, I don't know. Mm. You may have to speak to an elder of your own tribe. Ah, uh, but you have given me direction, which I appreciate. Worm herder, Rhea. Of course. Certainly, I want to feel I'm back on my own path. I just feel out of joint, if that makes sense. I feel as if an elbow out of joint. <laughs> well, would you care to join me? I have to collect sticks for the right tomorrow. Of course. Let's just go through. Let's drag some in <laughs> as you go off and do that. Cora, you're with the cubs as the cubs are kind of hanging about. Uh, Paints with Twilight is looking over them right now as everyone's still trying to determine who the new den father or den den parent should be. What are they learning right now? They're doing more on the shape-shifting and hunting. Part of the reason they want to keep prey high is they're trying to teach them now to wear, to live in their wolf skin for days on end. To get mm. used to the smells, to see with see with their nose rather than their eyes, hear pitches that are completely unhearable by human ears, things like that. Okay. Cora's just gonna go up to Paints with Twilight. Can I help with the cubs at all? Uh, sure, if you wish. I need Definitely. to... They're, they're trying to get the get the scent to something. Perhaps you can show them some tricks on how you hunt. Sure. Yeah, we can do that. So, um, I assume that all the cubs are in their lupus, lupus form. Yeah. yeah. All right, so Cora will um, 
shift down to lupus and just let like let them know that we're gonna go hunting okay. try something easy just like a deer she wants them to um try and find maybe like a a doe see if they can sniff out a specifically a doe versus a buck um okay. versus a fawn all right uh trying to communicate that we're gonna need you to roll charisma primal urge Diff six. Okay, Cora, you kind of show them. You use the noses. You perfectly kind of imitate almost the scent with your own scent glands as they they go off and they do find a doe. Fantastic. Good job, guys. (laughs) I'll just have them go through that exercise a few times, trying to find this versus that, you know, water, Mm -hmm. you know. Stuff like that to try and um, get their noses, you know, used to picking out the smells because there's so many of them. Just picking the right one and following it and remembering what it is. Gabriella asks you after, like, towards the end, she goes, Cora, have you heard anything about my mom? She, I've asked about her before and before it was that she had to be kept away and now... Now some of the Garu are getting dodgy about it. Everyone else, could you just find out? I will get as much information as I can. I have not heard anything. My pack and I have been away. Okay, thanks. Of course. All right. Roy, Dimitri, Zeb, you're around the ephemera deer as you're eating the flesh of the spirit as your gnosis returns to full as you have a few moments between each other in the umbralscape. I know things have been difficult, and I feel like there has been some tension between the three of us, but thank you two for coming along with me. My pleasure. It's a good hunt is always needed to bring us together again. Fresh Gnosis is good. I know it's been a hard road for you two. I'm sorry I was gone. If I was a little bit smarter, I would have been back in time for a little bit more, a little more helpful. We're in it together now, guys, right? Right. The past right. is in the past now. Yeah. The scars stay behind, though, Roy. You and me got that both in common. <laughs> kind of even sounds similar now. Yeah. Dimitri's the pretty one. Technically, so am I. Yeah, technically, so are you. Well. Zeb is not. Zeb is not. Not even close. You guys got to let me know. Let each other know. All right, if things are weighing down on you. It's a hard war this place has been through. A lot of folks came and went. I I wanted to mention, and Zeb, perhaps you can confirm this. I've heard stories of acts that can communicate with each other over long distances. Uh, perhaps we could appeal to Owl for that sort of sort of power. And I, I feel it might help us coordinate as a pack, perhaps. Surely, yes. The more of ourselves we can give to make our totem strong, definitely more benefits so i've heard in time i think we should i think that's a good idea or we can create fetishes that lets us communicate and roy will tap his earbud we can create these weaver spirit fetishes to communicate with that's a mighty pricey option brother roy but it's definitely helped you and kyle in the past that's for true bounces from one master to another Let's stick with, I think we can stick with what Dimitri has said too. Um, what we can do for Owl, 
Certainly you've made great use of your time you spent with Alroy. I think we can get a little bit more from that too and continue to move. We'll keep working together, fellas. We'll get through it. Mark, you approach Silent Claws? Elderia, a moment of your time, perhaps. Uh, certainly. Uh, what's on your mind, Guides the Fallen? Uh, well, many things. Spirits, politics, trying to take care of the nation. But now, uh, what I ask definitely needs some background. And I'll explain to uh, Silent Claws what I explained to uh, Malcolm. Okay. And uh, how I'm searching pretty much to lose rage. As strange as that sounds for a Garu. I see. Well, one correction. Uh, the Black Unicorn is less of a dark side of Unicorn and more of Unicorn's ability to defend themselves. Black Unicorn is a noble creature. Powerful. It's not that Black Unicorn is everything is not everything Unicorn is not and vice versa. It's simply just a different aspect of them. But... Yes, I do know of a right. Uh, it is a punishment right, but it is doable. It is called the Right of Anger's Purge, though I have I do not have it. Ah. Uh, you may well, be able to find it either at the Sept of the Unified Heart or possibly your home Sept, depending on who is all there. But be warned, you will lose quite a bit of rage if you through this right potentially i'd suggest going to your home set first uh the moon bridge will be open during the moot uh not the moot tomorrow but the the monthly moot oh uh, well i could be patient but it's nice to know that at least something could happen it's it's something that paints the twilight pointed out to me i'm sure she was in her wisdom just trying to help but as a third i do dealings with spirits and this rage and Mark will kind of tear up a little bit, I guess, get a little bit emotional. It saddens me that curse of this can hinder that. It can. It is both a blessing and a curse, and there is some wisdom in relieving yourself of it. Brings me comfort. My packmate said the same thing, definitely. Thank you, Elder Rhea. I will take my search to my sept. Kyle, you approach Cora. Hey, Cora, do you uh, have a minute? What's up, Kyle? Is anyone else around? No. This is after she leaves the uh, the pups for the day. I wanted to talk about something that Final Days had mentioned before he left. Okay. Is there something else concerning about the set that we should know about? Probably a thousand things, but for now, it's it's more about us. I think. All right. He he mentioned that in some sense you were losing your your compassion your namesake so but i wanted to know what you thought about that what do you think do you think i've lost my compassion not for me nor mark nor a few others that you've known for some time but maybe to strangers i think that right now with everything that has gone on that blanket compassion for everyone and everything around me is a luxury and it's a luxury that currently we just can't afford it's i do have a lot of compassion for the pack for the ill omens for those that we've known 
but I don't think that having compassion for everyone and everything around me is something that I can afford to have at the moment. I think I understand, but I feel that the worm grows stronger when we can't afford compassion, when we can't look at people and try to understand why they've done what they've done or why they feel the way they feel. And I think, I think all we have to do is look into our paths to see that, how we drove B to the worm. And although I don't think you nor I nor Mark are in that position right now, we can't know that for everyone we encounter. And maybe we can't even know that for the people at the sept that we don't know as well. I think in some ways I'm guilty of this as well, particularly with, well, with Roy. He's been a source of contention, I guess, for us, but the more I think on it, the more I look back, the more I think that these things mirror the past. And maybe it's worth expanding that compassion, both of us, to the ill omens. I mean, they're not pack, but they're, they're damn close. And I'm not saying that you need to change who you are. The person you choose to be to the nation of course, it's it's up to you. I just worry for those that we could save. I worry as well. I'm sure that we could help save many, like Roy, like anyone in the Ill, Ill Omens. Like you said, they are so like they're so close to us. But I can also look at our past and say, <laughs> no amount of compassion helped. Shinigami, no amount of compassion helped Morgan, and we lost them too. Maybe, but if we had shared that compassion with B, Shinigami wouldn't have been in a position to die. And at the very least, their souls remain Gaian, not wormish, not lost. Like those ghosts we saw, not thrown into whatever pit was there. And maybe if people had shown compassion to some of those attacked the sept that Morgan fell in, maybe she would still be around too. You make extremely good points, and while I will give them some thought. I appreciate that, and I think so long as you don't start roaming the nation, murdering everyone weaker than you, it's at the very least a good, a good place to be at. It's not my intention to weaken the nation, but again, like I said before, Good intentions and all. Yeah. And then Kyle will give Cora a big hug because it's time. <laughs> big hugs. <laughs> and so the day passes. Though, Mark, you find yourself in a forest. Beautiful, pristine, emerald. With a beautiful stream. Birds chirping above. It reminds you of something. Like the realm you grabbed your gift from when your wind spirit threw you into the realm of Unicorn. I will walk alongside the brook. In the distance, you see the great Unicorn spirit radiating light, kindness. Mark guides the fallen as the spirit bows slightly. Great Reverend Unicorn. And Mark will bow, but he'll like go to his knees and kind of sit in like a student position, I guess. Something troubles you. You... Fear your own rage and something else. A pact broken. Mark's uh, hands will kind of go down to his knees and they'll kind of tense up and he'll put his head down and he'll go, That is correct. I have 
broken a pact, and I feel it was a result of the rage. I feel I have strayed from the crescent moon, and I walk the path of a warrior when I need to be healer and guide. I understand, and it is, well, it's unfair that this spirit pulled the truth from you and forced you to break something, especially because that truth preserved your oath. It is preserving both Karens. Sacred Stone is stronger now, and with Sacred Stone's strength, five mirrors will be stronger as well. Is this true, then? Of course it's true. This brings me great relief, spirit, but I still feel that, I still feel I need to tell Great Lake Superior, and I still need to connect with my sept. I agree that you must connect with your sept. The children of Gaia are there for each other, but to tell the spirit, no good will come of it. The spirit will grow restless and angry. The spirit will detract from the Alliance. And through me interceding for you, the spirit will not know the pact is broken if you choose it. Think back to the visions when you walked in the ethereal realm, Mark. Do you remember that vision? The test to reach the forest of Luna's Incarna, Ishtar? Yes. Yes, I do remember. You walked upon a road of serpents, mountain lions, and antlers. Do you remember that? For the sake of unity, the unity that you had in your heart. Mark feels there's something amiss. I find it strange that this totem is pretty much telling me to go against, like, a pact I made with another totem. Kind to protect of a yep to protect a Karen to protect a Karen Oof. oh man great spirit I can't help but feel at ease or feel uneased by not informing my sept totem you must do what you think is right but that is why I ask about the path of Eshtara do you remember uh, it how I would do anything to unite this nation for one Karen for one sept for one whole unity of course. Do you know what the vision meant, Mark? What it was telling you? I can tell you what that vision meant, Mark. And what you said, even if you didn't know it, in your heart of hearts. You said you were willing to step on and step over the dreams of the Utena for your own goal. You were able to crush their dreams underfoot to reach your goal because you had a grander vision. You were willing to walk upon them like a path to make sure that the nation was unified. What's one small lie to a water spirit to make that dream a reality? I can make it so the water spirit does not know that the oath is broken and that will mean that you will still be able to communicate what's happening at Sacred Stone to five mirrors unhindered so that the nation can remain unified. Lake Superior is a water spirit. How is that any different from Uptena? You know what? This is this is out of character. Mm-hmm. I might I might go like oh boy. If this is what Mark would do, you should do what Mark would would do. Yeah, like I'm really feeling it, like definitely. So right. I must say that on this path that I have taken, though I have, as you say, stepped on and over the Utena. 
They have gained a great victory from it, though. They have reclaimed ancient lands. They have claimed once what was theirs. And the spirits are in agreement with it. Perhaps this is the right path I need to take. Perhaps this is the path that must be taken. Open your heart, Mark Guys the Fallen, and I shall fill it with the road of peace. Mark will look up with slight tears in his eyes. Show me the path to this peace so that I may unite the nation. And so the, ho the horn of unicorn touches your heart and you gain the gift aura of peace. And I'll post that in your chat. Things seem to be getting complicated for our heroes. We can only wonder what will happen next time. Thank you to everyone who listened. We will catch you in that next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Goodbye. <laughs>